0: Welcome to the podcast that absolutely no one gives a shit about.
1: Hey. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm Will, William, Willie, whatever you want to call me. People, I have literally like seven different names. And then I'm joined with Jason. Hello. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, dude, it's been really long.
1: I know what the fuck
0: have you been doing. I know it was always like I got shit to do dude or like honestly like I just didn't feel like doing it but I'm actually kind of really glad we're doing it right now cuz or else like I would have literally just wasted my time watching stupid YouTube videos all night
1: Dude yeah. you can waste your whole life on YouTube and that is why I've been committed to doing things productive whether it's making music or learning a new skill or learning a new piece of history. I'm always trying to be active yeah, these days like, as I, opposed I- to I-
0: Bullshit. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. And like it, it's 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 an easy trap to to get into because like it's so like 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 this is like it's literally designed to get you like especially not necessarily the videos themselves but just like the algorithm, you know. Like yeah, it's almost it's just... creepy how it it, it can like it, it knows exactly what you want and what you're gonna wanna like and I won't even necessarily click on it. I'll just be like Oh, that looks cool. I'll put it in the watch later thing. Like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just like I won't even watch the damn video. Like, I'll just see it and then I was like, oh, that looks cool. <laughs> this is like,
1: what? I don't know if the statement I'm about to make is has any validity to it, but I remember back when those really shitty games like Candy Crush or Jetpack and all those iOS. I hate those. Yeah, like, when those first came to prominence, I remember somebody was like, oh, the people that make those are the same people that are in Vegas that make the casinos. They're designed to be so addicting, blah, 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 blah. So I wonder if that's just how it goes is people's whole job is to make sure that YouTube videos, Facebook, all that shit is just addicting as possible. Oh yeah, But but at the same token, it's, you know, (laughs) who knows? But yeah, I I don't know. Actually, my favorite thing about the YouTube algorithm is when it picks a random video to play. (laughs) That's like from years back and it's some random fucking video and a lot of people really (laughs) like it and it's just from nowhere
0: yeah that's awesome yeah like you never know what you're gonna get honestly that's the other thing that's cool about it yeah but um no i yeah the only stupid bullshit that is not wasting my time i would say is filthy frank he will always be a legend it's
1: so funny to me. I watched this I know. Shit like 4 years ago and you're just now getting into him it's fucking funny when he's done.
0: No, yeah, I know. Like no, like I was I was into him like way back, like back when I was in like 8th grade. Like like mm-hmm. at his peak, you know, but then at, like when he when he officially started his his music career as Joji and then like Frank was kind of dying and he was kind of just becoming more Joji. But like I I remember I like, which when I rewatched all that stuff. It is so goddamn funny. Like the and thing no, thing
1: was uh was people even, like when they didn't just like <laughs> when they didn't know that he was Filthy Frank and they just got into him because of his music and then they learned out who he was before and they were getting fucking triggered about what oh, yeah the shit that he and
0: knew. then yeah because his stuff is like the absolute most offensive stuff like ever. It was no, but, crazy.
1: It's like with each passing year, everybody was like, yeah. oh, you can't do this piece of comedy now or you can't do this. And it was like semi-recently. So it's curious, to, or I would be curious to know if something similar would have come out now if it would, if it's past its prime already, if it's just, you know, if we've gone too far into that kind of sensitive loop. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Like, like, what do you think? Like, if that came out now, which, I mean, it wasn't even really that long ago. Right. Like, all of his videos, like, he's literally, like, shitting all over everyone. Like, he's he specifically said he was like, In my videos, everyone is equal, as in everyone is equally discriminated against.
1: I think he could do the majority of the same stuff, but, I mean, I feel like if he dropped the end of the F-bomb now, then it would be a lot harder for that, or he would, like, if he tried to start his career, like, if he was really famous for making videos and then he made a video like that, I think that would kind of be the end of it, but since, like, he's, you know, it's kind of behind him And he mainly does music now, and it's kind of a thing he doesn't do anymore. I think is part of why he's fine. But I think if he tried to like if he like he became famous for doing that and then just dropped those bombies, then I don't think he would do well.
0: Yeah, but But I still think
1: he could do the majority of the same shit that he did years ago.
0: But yeah, that's the thing though. It's just like it doesn't matter what he's doing now. Like what he did, like it's cemented. Like he's a legend.
1: Yeah, I remember. I mean. My humor has kind of changed over the years, but there's some sure, sure. <laughs> some one-liners of there that makes me fucking just smile on the inside. I hate all the gross <laughs> shit though. I still can't do that. Like I can't watch Hair Cake or Vomit yeah, Cake or anything Yeah, cuz I, I know how you it. are like physically uh, yeah, to that
0: towards that stuff. Like you have a very like like sensitive like stomach, is what you said?
1: Dude, it's bad. Sometimes <laughs> I can't even watch the dishes without gagging. I used to put a chip clip on my nose to do oh, the dishes.
0: Damn, that I feel really bad. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking horrible.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I yeah. That's why I don't want to have a kid. I don't want to. I'm not looking forward to that fucking diaper
0: exchange. Yeah, I'm really not. Of, yeah. Feed my children. <laughs> Feed my children. <laughs> oh my god, I could quote Filthy Frank all day. It's so funny.
1: I know you're no, fucking. I, you're on. You're you're teetering that autistic line for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> quoting I know. them all day. <laughs> no, like. Like part of me would like to think that that stuff made me dumber, but at the same time, I'm like, honestly, no. Like honestly, like I'm just looking back at that. Like it's just so fascinating, like where we've come as humans in term of in terms of comedy. Yeah, and like his stuff is funny on like the like the fifth level irony. Like it's so hard to explain why it's funny, but like it, you just you get why it's funny.
1: Like, yeah, I get I mean, the thing that I liked about him back in the day was I mean, not all of it was, but I feel like the majority of his stuff was satirical. Like he was there's a general, you know, I like I like punching down or punching up depending on how you look at it of like, you know, like very trendy things that people do or like any specific trends. I just like when there's a counterculture with it and I just like when it's being challenged and I don't know. I, I feel like my favorite example was when everybody on YouTube was doing the pranks. Oh, Like, that was yes. the hottest shit to do, is like YouTube pranks videos. That video and he then, made where he's just like, yeah.
0: hey, is this a Chinese restaurant? Yeah, well, fuck you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you I, just prank video. Pranks. I, yes. <laughs> I like shit like that. I liked when, I mean, I considered punching down because I thought that, like, the YouTube pranks are like, you know, the scraping the bottom of the barrel for content. So like it was easy oh, yeah. to make fun of those guys because it was just so awful and it, yeah, was, it was so just, like like gone
0: sexual like yeah oh, exactly that's, oh, so like I, every video had that in the just in the um in the title it was just oh, gone sexual yeah. or um, oh my god yeah. like Soflo Antonio Oh, that yeah. guy's infamous
1: yeah shit like that which is actually funny to me to consider it punching down because you're making fun of them in that right too which is like even to consider them punching but then down. then he's also like, so like pranking
0: them which is hilarious like he's yeah. actually going like. <laughs> Hey, hey are you, are you girls in art school? yeah well, that's fucking stupid. you guys are wasting your life and your money yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god
1: yeah i i that's that's the stuff that I really enjoyed from not just like the shocking edgy humor that he was known for because yeah, he's actually like dumb. yeah because he's
0: also making a point kind of like South Park you know because South Park like is edgy and stuff like that but it's not just edgy f- just because like he's he's like South Park's m- making a point about society and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying that's that's the difference between just, like, dumb humor and just being really over-the-top satirical. But it's crazy because, like, that's how I used to view Spongebob. I remember watching Spongebob back in the day. I really liked it, but I did – I remember when I was younger, I felt like it may be ten times dumber. And when I've watched a couple episodes back now, it's like there's a lot of references in here that are really fucking clever, and I actually really like some of the storyline. And I watch, like, newer cartoons now. And it is just fucking lazy and mindless, and the animation is really shitty. Oh, my God, It's, it's dude, I crazy. Could, I
0: could go off for, like, two days worth of podcast of, like, how bad cartoons... How most just generic cartoons are. Oh, yeah. my God. But then, like... like
1: our shit... Yeah, our shit from our childhood was was really stupid, but it had a lot of dynamic to it. These days, it's just fucking... I mean, it's just obvious money grab.
0: Yeah, well, well here, here's um here's actually something with me. My mom she never really like she never really banned us from watching Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. She just kind of didn't really like it. And she kind of just implied that she didn't really want us to watch it. So me and my brothers and sisters we just kind of respected her wish and we we never, like, I, mean, we, I mean my brothers and sisters thought it was stupid and because they thought it was stupid I just thought it was stupid as well. So I never really watched well, it when I was little I just kind of just stuck to Disney Channel. And so my my SpongeBob, is Phineas and Ferb, pretty much.
1: I like Phineas and Ferb. Does your mom do it from like a religious standpoint, or did she just think it was that stupid yeah, that she, she didn't want you yeah, watching it? Yeah, she just it?
0: thought it was stupid, and she just thought it was really annoying. And I mean she has I a see. she has a point. Like a lot of like I mean, all the stuff that like SpongeBob is saying and like his voice and like all kids that watch that like imitate that. I I can see how she she thought that, and like I completely understand that. And it's I can watch it now. It is now, kind of annoying. Yeah. And no, but now I'm sure like I enjoy it even more than I would have enjoyed it when I was a little kid.
1: Because you understand what, like I said, it's the references that they throw in there. I mean, yeah, like some I, shit that I don't been... watch
0: it, Like I don't really watch it that much. I haven't even really seen that much of it, but this, the, the ones I have seen, I have like, I, I, they've been pretty funny. Like I like the, um, anything with like Squidward with like SpongeBob and Patrick. Oh, that stuff is hilarious. Like, yeah, I when, liked all the messing stuff. Yeah, and I'm I'm like, how do you guys not realize that Squidward like fucking hates y'all? Situational irony. Yeah, or like the no, and also like just the memes, like the the SpongeBob meme culture, is just uh, it's. I could go on about that, like all, like the SpongeBob in the hood that we thought was funny when we were in like six. And then they got. Well, it's
1: true. There's a SpongeBob meme for every aspect of life.
0: Oh yeah, and then there was the Squidward choking on a fork for ten hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's kind of a broken record of you know most media being lazy today. And I don't know. I it's I I used to like because I used to be really into animation. That's kind of what I wanted to do when I first went to college. Or I'd say
0: I mean I can't do it, but I'm just interested in it. well to do
1: it it right it's very difficult and that's the one thing that I've learned is that like the reason why that shit is lazy is because it takes a lot of time effort and money and usually teams of people because I remember I don't remember what it's called but there's this one uh, organization or or, there was something and they basically promoted independent animators and they're really cool a lot of it was 3D kind of like a mixture between that that claymation and sort of that computer generated stuff or a mixture of them so, I really liked that. There was, like, short little movies that they had, and I'd watch independent films for animation. It was really cool. You know what this is um, called?
0: Because this sounds really interesting. I,
1: I don't remember. I'm sure if you Google independent animation contest or something in that realm, you'll find them. But I remember they were very, very creative, and it was really inspiring to me. And it sucks, because I used to love animated movies, and now they're just... Oh, God, they're fucking... I mean, there's some there's some that are cool, but the majority of them are oh, just, Oh, yeah, like, you know,
0: now... Um like I think Illumination, the 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 company that made, um, well actually I think Despicable Me is their exception because I, I enjoy Despicable Me because of all the memes now. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it, that's great. Like all the El Macho memes. Like yeah. Somebody's gonna die tonight, oh, that's that's great. Like yeah. my I, my senior year, me and this guy in the the back of the classroom, we just quoted and memed like all of despicable me just like for the whole year it was (laughs) great
1: the only thing i remember from despicable me is the um i i say i still say this to this day all the time i don't know why just randomly The i can't remember what movie was in was when they were on the pier and the little girl on the stuff dan i was like
0: it's so fluffy i'm gonna die
1: i say that shit all the time
0: oh yeah that was my like, I remember this... I, I forgot who. Like, someone in my life. Like, that was their text tone. Really? Yeah, I don't remember who it was or, like, why. That's just what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny how I remember these kind of things. Oh, shit. No, but Despicable Me, like, actually has a nice story. Because, like... I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked Despicable Me. I,
1: The animation's cool. I didn't think it was lazy. It just wasn't my favorite. I don't no, know. No, I don't I, like
0: that... that illumination style because you know they they purposely yeah. make movies for like the cheapest possible they can make them
1: right but i don't feel like that was despicable me's problem i just didn't like the style of it but i think well, it yeah. was well made I, th- I thought the animation was well done i didn't think it was lazy i just think i just wasn't a fan of the art style yeah, but i'm trying to i'm me, blanking yeah. now i'm i'm trying to i think claymation is probably my favorite type of animation like box trolls or like Nightmare Before Christmas stuff like that. Ooh, you know, I think we just to me watched that,
0: that me and my family just watched that for um, for Halloween. That is a it's a yeah it's a good movie. I mean it's it's not like one of my favorite movies ever, but like it, it's it's yeah. it's just it's fascinating. And like my dad, who had like I never thought he would have liked this. He was like, man, this is so like creative, and he thought it was hilarious.
1: Yeah. I I always thought I mean not just really Tim Burton, but like I said, that, that animation stuff I've always loved clay or claymation like Wallace oh. and Gromit, Yeah stuff I, like that. Oh, Wallace
0: and Gromit is genius. Yeah. I have not seen that in forever, but I'd love to go back and watch it.
1: Yeah, also, I always um, thought that it was good.
0: What's oh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. I love that movie.
1: Yeah, that's good. I like that style too. Yeah. I'm trying to think of two D ones and I'm blanking, but I know one of the ones that I really liked was um treasure planet and all the atlantis I movies i
0: don't think i've ever seen that i think i might have seen it like way long ago but i i have like, oh, no dude, memory of it i heard you it really doesn't should. really age well really I, I don't i've never seen it so i wouldn't know that's just what i've heard
1: i don't know i i like i'm trying to think well, I, heard I mean, it's been a while since i've seen it
0: i heard like there's one character in it who's really annoying
1: Oh, i'm blanking I'm i don't i just i think I it was oh it was i think robin williams played an annoying robot in that movie but that's only oh, like later robin in the williams
0: movie was annoying i love robin williams
1: well he played an annoying character i didn't yeah. really like that character either but the rest of the movie was really good the story was good the animation was beautiful what is it about it was,
0: like i have no idea what it's about
1: it's basically like Gilligan's Island in space. It's like Space Pirates. like this dude goes on an adventure to find some treasure planet. And he gets basically, you know... Fuck, it's been a while since I've seen this movie. He gets marooned. Not marooned. What the fuck is the word? Fucking mutiny. He gets trying... I, dude, well, he gets I, don't, I don't even against? fucking... Yeah, he's like, uh, okay. he he finds out that the captain's not a good dude and then the cook is like the mastermind behind this mutiny and shit. But it's a really good movie. It's like space pirates and um, okay. the way that they do, like they basically, they use solar sails and then make them look like like futuristic pirate ships. It's pretty cool. I just It's like the animation style where they were kind of messing with like semi-3D, so like making 2D animation more textural, stuff yeah. like that. It was like yeah. the beginning of when they first started doing that.
0: Right, yeah, you're talking about those um, 2D movies, um, all those D- Disney Renaissance movies. I really like, except Pocahontas. Yeah. That movie sucks ass.
1: Yeah, I didn't like um, Pocahontas. The it animation or the songs,
0: but other than that, yeah, I I, I hate it. It's really bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of the Disney ones like that I didn't really like. I think the one I really did. You see El Dorado? Was that a Disney one? Oh, that's DreamWorks or the Road to El Dorado? But I
0: don't know if I've seen that. Like, there's a I lot like of these movies one. where I might have seen them a long time ago, but I don't have any yeah. memory of them. I would really like to watch it, though.
1: You should, man. They're all classics. Oh, well, I pr- guess Prince underground classics. That
0: movie kicks ass. Which one? Prince of Egypt, dude. Oh, yeah. I do like Prince of that Egypt, That movie too. is the shit. Like, you were saying, like, the animation, design, like, during the plagues... It looks so cool. You like see like this, just a swarm of locusts, and then like all of the frogs coming on, like the warts on everyone, and then just, and the, you see the yeah. pharaoh's face and then Moses' face, uh, it's so good.
1: Have you seen any of the Atlantis movies?
0: I don't think so.
1: Those ones are really fucking good.
0: Oh okay. I okay.
1: highly recommend them.
0: Yeah, that's another one where I might have seen it in the past, but I have absolutely no memory of it, and I would like to watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I they're they're definitely good. I mean, I, I think for 2D, I like more of the realistic sort of animation or like the really cool glowing colors or just very creatively drawn and captured scenery. I think that's kind of my main problem. Like, I don't mind the over-the-top goofy, like, big-eyed to, you know, cater to the mass public. But I just think the fact that, like, they made it their mission to make everything so uniform, like, everything looks the fucking same. Like, there's no cool scenery and I think that's the hardest part to capture in animation is your background, right? Everything. Yeah.
0: Like, are you talking about in the Atlantis movies?
1: No, I'm talking about. Well, I mean, yeah, I like the back, the background scenes in those movies are fucking cool. I'm talking about like it, that's the hardest thing to capture, I think, in animation is your um, perspective, I guess. Oh yeah, and that's what like, Prince
0: of Egypt really gives you because you see all of those like huge Egyptian backgrounds right. with the statues and and the the city. And the desert, you know, and all, all that yeah. stuff. I think that, that's It feels
1: more vast. You feel more, like, invested in the actual story because you actually feel like you could be a part or it's like a mystical land to be discovered and it's very well done.
0: Yeah, and I feel
1: like with new exactly. with new animation, like, they have really cool, sometimes cool drawn things and cool colors and stuff like that. But it feels like you're watching something on... I can't explain it. It, just, it feels very just flat, even though it's very flat, lifelike.
0: that's a great... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it technically looks better. Like, you know, like from a graphics standpoint, I guess. Yeah, but, exactly. But, but, like, but it just has no flavor. Yeah, exactly. Like it loses that, like you know, video like video games that come out now. They look fucking amazing, but like, they're just not gonna have that same, uh, uh like, yeah, like flavor. Like you said, as as a game, like, um you know like like even Halo 1 has a great flavor to it even though it doesn't look real obviously but like who gives a shit yeah i think
1: Halo 3 is probably the best out of them yeah honestly. Halo 3
0: looks very nice um but that was the
1: same thing like you felt like you really invested into the fucking game because of the way they had the maps like it was everything was very well like drawn out and everything was so cool looking yeah, and it was, everything I never, was from those sort was Interactive
0: right i never played through the enti- the entire Halo 3 campaign but the missions i did play i, I do feel the same way like, you felt yeah. like you, like this is important, you know? Like, I'm the Master Chief, you know? Like, I'm, like, literally, like, leading the armies of man, like, against the, the Covenant and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I like that about the amazing. Assassin's Creed games, too. I like Ooh, the scenery in yeah. like, some of the older ones.
0: Yeah, they did a great job um, with this. I, that's what I liked about the Caribbean one, where you could go to, oh, like, yeah. Cuba, and then you could go to Jamaica... And you could also, like, go to the Bahamas. I thought that that was excellently done.
1: Yeah. I, you see this what I'm saying. I, I think that's what a lot of stuff is missing is just the... I, Either I don't know, that like,
0: or, like, they have a bunch of just empty space. You know, like, right. like a, a lot of open-world games that I've played, they just, like, they seem so big. And I know people would say this about Assassin's Creed. I might not necessarily agree. But, like, people say that a lot of games, like, just... It's just a bunch of empty space, and there's like nothing to do in it. It's like, well, it looks cool, but like, you know, what is there beyond the?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, games only is gonna be as fun as its playability, but I just think exactly. for me, I enjoy being a part of like scenery. It's weird. Oh yeah, I have like, kind
0: of be like that too. Yeah.
1: I feel like something's wrong. with Me like in real life too. Like I like if I'm in a room where I don't like where things are placed, or like if I'm sitting in a direction I don't like, like it'll physically cause me discomfort. Like it's weird. I have a really weird attachment to like. Huh. Geog like geography and how things are placed. I don't know why.
0: What do you th- then? What is your favorite shaped country?
1: Not like I'm not talking about like um like well, how I, things are shaped. I'm talking about like, like things well, like yeah, in relative I location just kind of to each other. This off of that. I, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite shaped country. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I don't know. I feel it's like kind Greece is pretty question. cool because it has like a bunch. It just looks like a big sneeze or just like a bunch of fragments.
0: Oh yeah, it's very cool looking. But then, like I just Cyprus on the eastern part of the Mediterranean.
1: Right. But like sometimes like when I like, for example, like if I, I have an affinity to like being like on the east coast, like I feel like if I was looking out from the west coast on on the other side of that, like if I was in California staring at the ocean, it would like make me feel uncomfortable, even though they're like prettier beaches and larger waves, well, and yeah, better but just scenery, the
0: Pacific like just knowing that like, yeah, it's like that many miles abyss
1: yeah, it's just, like, on the other side. But this one, I don't know why. It makes me feel better to be staring out of the Atlantic. I just – I can't explain it. It's just – I I have just a sensitivity to how things are positioned and where I'm looking at.
0: Yeah, it's just knowing, like, oh, like, England's right there. And then, you know, you got, like, Spain. Well, because, like, I, my,
1: my thing is I love, like, the Mediterranean. And I love how, like, you know, like, the old world. So it's, like, Africa, the Middle East, like, everything. Like, oh, yeah. all, like, the best like parts Eastern of our Europe, history is – yeah, so, like, the fact that I'm, like, facing that, too, I think that's a big part. Of it. And I like Asia, too. Like, there's a bunch of parts of Asia where I feel that. But for some reason, like, I just don't, I just, it just causes me uncomfortable just to look outside on the West Coast. I don't know why.
0: Is it just kind of, like, a fear of the unknown or just, like, a...
1: No, I just don't like where it's placed. I like okay. I said it's a visual thing for me and also like like right, right. knowing like where stuff is and like which way I'm looking and what it's like what places interest me. So like if I have no interest in something, I don't want to be pointed in that direction. <laughs> right. It's very weird. Right. Which is why I like watching like some movies and like I like seeing stuff with like vast scenery or it's like a really cool captured thing in a scene. So it's like I like looking in that direction in the movie even though I don't know where things are placed. You know what I mean? If it's like a fantasy world or if it's not. Yeah have any relation to real life
0: does that apply to you for paintings
1: yes it does Uh, anything visual it applies to me like if i don't like how a perspective is in a painting or it's like if it's like really cramped and like the like they have like a window or something on the something it seems like the outside would be more interesting to me than what's in the painting like that really bothers me
0: oh yeah because for me when i'm watching this is related to that like in a movie, the. The biggest thing for me is like the presentation and the presentation yeah. is consisted partly of the cinematography and the cinematography is like where things are placed, how they're lit, you know, like what, what the overall frame looks like and how, how it comes out right. to be. And it's like, if that sucks, if it just looks like bland, you know, like just five out of 10 movie you see on TV, then I'm like, I'm, I'm like, sorry, I'm not going to like this movie. Like, it's just going to yeah. be that much worse, you know? That's why I don't like the Marvel movies because they look so ugly and just blank. I don't
1: mind some of them. I, I like some of the visuals on the Marvel movies, especially like it's like some of the space so, stuff. And some you know, of them, plans. yeah. Like Thor Ragnarok looks yeah.
0: okay. Like you can tell that yeah, they I mean, were doing I, something.
1: Yeah, I mean some of them, I, I, my biggest problem with those movies was like the acting. I always thought the acting was cheesy, but I oh, liked and the jokes. The, and stuff. I like okay. the special effects, yeah. Like prime example, I fucking hated Aquaman, but I love the oh, visual effects in Are Aquaman. you kidding me?
0: I loved that movie. Yeah. And like, I mean, okay, I, I know it's not like good, but like I thought it was just, it was fascinating. I was like, oh, like, yes, like it's entertaining it was, and like it's, it's like self-aware, but at the same time it isn't. And like, it's funny that it is and it isn't. And then I was like, I yeah. like Jason Momoa. I thought he was cool.
1: I do too. Yeah, I like him. I think it just felt like a breath of fresh air. I liked how it was shot. I love the special effects on all the weapons and all like the creatures and all the worlds. Oh, yeah. Like, I I thought that was. I love. I love that movie for that.
0: Yeah, like a thing that this guy that this, that this video was, that uh, this guy was talking about it. He pointed out is like in the um, in like the room with Willem Dafoe. Like the lamps are uh, jellyfish. Yeah. Like that's just a creative little thing. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know? Yeah,
1: I love that shit. I yeah, love like, how everything was glowing.
0: To... Yeah, and it had that like that Tron legacy kind of get yeah, glowing kind of vibe to it. Yeah.
1: That's well, I mean, I don't watch movies in IMAX anymore, especially since COVID, but that one would be really cool to see in 3d or IMAX or IMAX is all 3d. I think too. Yeah.
0: I want to see it is. I, yeah, that'd I, be really fun. I want to go see Dune. Have you seen any of the ads for that?
1: I have. It's crazy. was like, I, like people have always recommended dune to me like people always try to get me to read the books yeah and I,
0: I have a book I, I have the first book i haven't read it yet
1: yeah i feel like if i read it when i was younger i would really enjoy it and be really excited for them i'm still gonna watch it but i don't know it's just like i don't know if we've talked about this before but i used to love reading i used to kind of oh. get that same sort of feeling with movies where it's like i could visualize the perfect scene in my head just from the like just from the writer's words and that would kinda of be that comfortable space for me. I could you know, I could visualize things that I liked from the book. But these days I don't get that visual in my head and I can't even read like two pages without losing my attention. I think it's just because of all the neon lights and colors that we have as a society now. Or you should try the reading fact that again music. because I, like I can't get into it, dude. I can't. I've tried. Yo, just
0: try something light. Like try like um I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to think. Like, you've already read Harry Potter, right?
1: I actually have never read the books. I oh, okay, For school, okay. when I was in elementary school, they had this thing where it's like, if you read a book and took a quiz, they gave you, like, points, and the Harry Potter books were worth the most points. So oh, I just nice. was like, I barely passed the little quizzes because of the knowledge I had from the movies.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, that's,
1: so that's I never actually knowledge. read the books. <laughs> but i don't know like that's, i that's like nice. i said I, it sucks like it, i think it's more discouraging because like that magic of creating a scene in my head from a book has been lost and it's kind of been overtaken by music like i get visual scenes and i make up stuff in my head from music not from oh, books so okay. i think that's kind of been you know once my brain gets a new stimulant it's kind of hard to go back to the old drugs you know
0: hmm. like like for me so when i when i read the alchemist have you ever heard of that book
1: I feel like I have, but I don't think I've it's read it. Yeah,
0: it's it's a Brazilian novel. Um, okay. When I so I read it last year in Spanish, and I just finished it um, about a week or two ago in Portuguese, the original text. Um, like I felt like I didn't get that where where I was like trying to visualize what it would be like in a movie. Like I didn't visualize that, and it seems like it would be the kind of book that could be adapted into a movie realistically. Because you know, there's a lot of books where like it just it doesn't translate well into a movie, but this book could be. But, like, I wasn't really thinking about, oh, this is what this scene would look like, and this is what that. I was just kind of visualizing this in, like, a whole new, like, medium. Like, I was still visualizing the things, but not, like, a movie. It it was really cool, and it's hard to explain. Right. And I Mm. do recommend reading it. It's it's pretty good. I don't – I've never read it in English, so (laughs) I don't know. Have
1: you ever tried – have you ever tried to – to write your own stuff or I kind of like create your own scenery or create your own world in that way.
0: And like for when I'm reading something like this,
1: well, just like, if you get that sort of excitement from books, obviously you're, you're exploring more into the music territory of creation, but I'm saying like, did you ever, or have you ever interested in writing something
0: like my own story like fiction? Oh, absolutely. I've, I've I've tried to write several stuff ever since I was like really little and I failed. Mm. Um, I wrote a story in Spanish for my, um, for my project, like, for, like, my, my f- class project. Right. And, like, looking back at it, like, I need to edit it. I made errors. And, like, also, like, the story is just really cheesy and generic. But, um, I mean, it, it, was, it was literally for school. But, like, honestly, the story, like, even if it's cheesy and generic, it's still, like, nice. And it's something, like, I could, you know like like there's, there's nothing you know like offensive in it or like it's just it's a nice message that like most people like it's just about this guy who like he's like a dick to his wife he's like a dick to his kids like doesn't give a shit about them and then he like he loses his job and then he has to like work in like a shitty job and then he like learns to like appreciate things you know so
1: it's just, more well i guess yeah not really a fable well, I guess it's, I, I always can't remember if a fable specifically uses animals or it's like any yeah, story with a moral lesson.
0: Yeah, there's some kind of, yeah, I I, I want to say a fable is like something that uses animals as if they were humans, where like they're talking and stuff.
1: Right, but well, the whole thing is just to have like a moral question so come that, up or I think have that's some sort yeah, of lesson like, learned. Um,
0: like Aesop with the yeah the fair and the the turtle. Oh, the Looney Tunes yeah. thing of that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Looney Tunes is great yeah
1: that's cool man I um, I did like a couple of creative writing I think no well, I don't know why I said a couple I did one creative writing class when I was in high school and I enjoyed it Yeah, I, it was I wasn't
0: cringe. like um, I, nah, I don't know what you wrote <laughs> <laughs> no
1: nah, it was fun I mean a lot of it was cringe a lot of it was like angsty poems not not me writing it but a lot of people in the class did angsty poems I liked more of like the short stories like I liked um writing things that you know, like I try to get that otherworldly angle where it's like writing things that, you know, have no bearing on Earth, but seem kind of familiar. You know, Yeah, I mean?
0: like I'm I have thought about writing something new, like just some yeah. story that just like, you know, only I can think of, you know, because like like Tolkien, yeah. he's like Middle Earth is like his. Like He feels like he's the only person in, in the world who's been there and he's like come back to tell us everything that's happened and everything he's seen. Yeah, kind of like that. And like I'm just just thinking about you know like what I want to write, and if if there's anything I'm a sucker for, like everyone has that story trope or story kind of idea or arc that they're just like a sucker for. If if any of if I'm a sucker for any part of a story, it's like that one last go kind of thing, or or like a just just one more time, I can do it, you know.
1: Like 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 I like something to prove.
0: Yeah, like something to prove, or 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 like it's like a character who's like been in a lot of stuff like they have already had several stories to flesh them out and they have one last like you know what i gotta do this one more time you know like i, I the um the dark knight returns which is i think that's my that's my favorite comic ever i think hmm. this is about dark batman Night like you know he's like he like he's depressed because like robin's dead the joker killed him and he's not batman anymore and then he's just like, you know, all this stuff's coming back. And, like, you know, he realizes the Joker's, like, escape. He's like, you know what? Like, I, I got to go do this one last time, you know? It's so good.
1: It's crazy. I think every movie franchise, either with, like, it's a show or a sequel, has that moment where it's like, you know, it's like the main character, the protagonist is down in the dumps, and they have to find something that has the yeah. overarching sense of, I'm going to go, you know, I can do this. Like, they have to get the spark back into him.
0: Yeah, no, and that's why, like, like I yeah. said, I'm a sucker for that. That's why I love Luke in the the Last Jedi. Yeah, I thought that that was awesome. Like, I I I loved his character. I loved how he was like he wasn't how he expected him to be. How he was just like a he was a miserable asshole, and he's like, guys, I'm not like this space wizard that you think I am. Like, I'm just a dude. <laughs> like, leave me the fuck alone.
1: Is that your uh? Is that your guilty pleasure when it comes to stories, or do you have like a more kind of quasi one
0: yeah oh i I don't know guilty pleasure because like that movie's really interesting because there's a lot i actually like about it but then there's a lot that i don't like about it um yeah but if i more
1: mean like a like a cheesy trope in a movie you're like yeah
0: um i'm trying to think like i used to like transformers one i haven't seen it in a long time
1: I do like Transformers. The, only the first one, though.
0: Yeah, I thought the first one, like, had cool, like, like, like it had, like, enough of a story so that, like, you can kind of care. Right. Like, as opposed to, like, the other ones, like, have, like, absolutely, like, nothing going on in them. Interesting. <laughs> but, um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I mean, yeah, I, I guess that that trope can be cheesy. So I guess you could say it's that one, like, the one last time kind of thing.
1: You know which one I really like—the one cheesy trope in movies that I fucking love for some reason. Mm. I love like um, I love like I can I don't even know how to explain it like without it being sounding too generic because it's like a specific style of this trope that I like and I can't put it into words. But I love um, I love I guess not romantic movies, but I love like romance scenes in movies where like it has like a. Like that genuine scene where they connect on something, and it has like it's usually like something like cool, scenery in the background, or it's very dark and quiet, you know, it has like that very relaxing vibe because it reminds me of like the times that I've had that stuff in real life. So I always like those trucks. I relate to that. (laughs) I'm telling, well, you know what I'm talking about though, right? Like you know, like sharing like those intimate moments,
0: yeah. But I've since like I've never really had that, I really can't relate. So, and like, I've never really, well, do you like
1: long for it? Like, do you see it like in a movie and like long for it, or is it just something that you just don't have any bearing because I mean, it hasn't happened? I mean, I
0: did when I was a simp, but I'm no, I I am I I tell thee today, I am no longer a simp, so I no longer. Did
1: you go MGTOW, bro? Do you red pill?
0: Oh, oh, oh that. <laughs> eh. Wait, wait. You you mean like being a Republican or just like? No, no. I mean, because there's like, like the different you... things that people mean by that. It's just
1: like the. No, I know. I mean, like, have you like given up on like trying to center your life around like dating somebody, or are you oh, just like in the notion where you?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> if if it happens, great, but like, I'm not going you're not to. Not looking for it. Yeah, like I'm not going to actively seek that because that's stupid. I see. And you're like you're wasting so much of your time, and like you could be doing so many great things.
1: You know, choosing like I- your career over women. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, okay, it's not exactly that. Like, I still I still <laughs> no. eventually want to, like, you know, get married and have children and pass on tradition. But at the same time... That's the only
1: reason you want to get a woman is to pass down tradition? Okay. Like, as okay. a cultural thing? it's
0: That's part of it. It's not everything.
1: <laughs> What's the other part, Will?
0: <laughs> to be with someone that I genuinely love. Okay. <laughs> like, how most people are. But at the same time, I'm like all right, is this person, like, am I actually going to genuinely want to marry this person or am I just going to want to hang out with them? And it's like, okay. That is
1: the big moral question is whether exactly. or not you want somebody just to fuck or if you have someone that genuinely enhances your life. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I like that trope in movies because in movies, it seems like they actually have a like a mutual benefit to each other's life. And then it usually never works. So they go separate ways. So it's like the one thing that could have been forever, but it just got away.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't know. Have you seen, like, my favorite, I'm not, I don't really like romance movies, but uh, my favorite one is Her from 2013. Do you know what that one is?
1: I haven't seen it, but I think I've seen it. Yeah, it's, it, it's like Joaquin yeah.
0: Phoenix. He, um, he falls in love with, like, the, the android girl on his computer.
1: <laughs> I actually have to watch this. Yeah, no, I forgot. It's, was that ridiculous?
0: it's it's so like it sounds so stupid, but like you feel it, and like you like it's so it was so fascinating to me how this guy could like actually be invested in like a like a robot, and the robot was like invested in him. Like it was, it was really good, and like you and like you genuinely like felt like the, you know, and like obviously like they they just they they can never actually be together because like she's not an actual person, yeah. and like it's it's kind of sad in that way too, you know.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of. um, Do you ever watch Black Mirror? Have you seen any of those?
0: No, I've not seen that.
1: So Black Mirror is really. Do you know what it's about?
0: I I just just fill me in on it.
1: Basically, it's a bunch of different stories that some of them have loose connections to each other, but the premise is like it's a dystopian future, but not like dystopian as in like machinery and lasers and future shit. It's like technology has gotten to the point where it's so overabundant that it always take precedent over human relation or it makes human relations so awkward and so uncomfortable. Um, So it's basically just like a bunch of different like moral lessons. It's kind of like fables sort of in a weird kind of way, but it has like a different story to every episode. And like one of them's like, it's like a social media platform has basically gives everybody a ranking and you can kind of VR like you if you walk in the street you can look at somebody's social ranking and basically everybody's lives is constructed over the social ranking and then this lady has bad luck and then that's what she everything she view was important then she basically gets lower ratings and lower ratings and she basically sees how hard it is to function in that sort of society with a low rating it's, oh, it's yeah. like stuff like that that's like shit but um in real life yeah exactly but they take it but that, it's kind of dystopian in that way but the one right. thing that I like is um they have a lot of like genuine moments like that like one of them was really sad where a woman her boyfriend or her husband died and there was a company that could like download all of his like mind and his memory and all that shit from all this online content and put it into like this um this like half android flesh sack thing and to make basically a copy Ooh, nice. of like her dead um, partner and basically it, it goes like the stories is her realizing how just it wasn't the same and just having to like missing that general connection and just how she still can't live without this thing and it has like, yeah. like it's, it's pretty sad and then also there's one where it's like um, this online dating thing makes you like date people in real life and then you can only date them for a specific amount of time and then you have to move on to the next person Kind oh. of thing, so it's basically wait, is this an like anime it had a bunch. Of, no, it's a real life, sh- it's um, real life.
0: Oh, wait, no, no, I'm thinking of Black Butler, that's an anime. <laughs> never mind, never mind.
1: No, 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 yeah, yeah. Black Mirror is a British show, but it uses it's not animated, it's just real life,
0: yeah. It's just, yeah, live action, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, this I sounds, recommend it, is it it's on pretty
1: Netflix? Good. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, this
0: sounds really cool,
1: yeah. I mean, some of the episodes aren't that good, some of them are. And I don't remember. I can I can shoot you the list of those two that I just said that are really good. But there's also another, a lot of them that are really good as well. But some of them are kind of lacking because, you know, okay. you have a different story for every episode. Not all of them are going to be good. They're but not all there's a few episodes. Like they're
0: all different, right? Like, it's different characters mm-hmm. and, like.
1: Most of them are connected. I'm trying to remember. It's been a minute okay. since I've seen it. I think some of the episodes, like, I feel like the technology that they use in all of them is very similar. Like, it's like, like their universe, it's created by the same company or created by the select few people. So the technology is kind of the same, even though, like, the stories are sort of unrelated.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, would, there's like one... like, I would like to watch this. This does sound pretty interesting. yeah.
1: There is one where it's like, um, you can, like, if you're dating somebody, you can, like, block them in real life. So if they try to come to you, they'll be, like, this gray, fuzzy outline hey. and their speech is muffled. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's cool. That, that
0: sounds really yeah. cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a very, very cool show. I like it.
0: Yeah. I just, I love that, yeah, like, that kind of cleverness, you know.
1: Yeah. It's a very clever show.
0: Yeah. I, st- I started, um, I watched the first episode of Squid Game, and I really want to watch the second one. I, just... I already finished this season. Yeah, yeah. don't spoil anything, because I, I do want to watch this. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, so I need to finish that, and then I need to finish Narcos. The f- Just the first Ooh. season of Narcos.
1: Narcos is good, too. I love the way Narcos is filmed.
0: Yeah, and I love all that, that Colombian music that's in it. It's very good
1: oh, you know what will I so and when I'm going back to like animation and how like um you know like the independent thing, so there is actually one show on Netflix that gives me that like independent animator kind of vibe, and the whole thing is a bunch of short stories about really cool also dystopian stuff too, but it's all three d animated and some of it's 2d animated is love death and robots I
0: have heard of that
1: very 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 beautiful animation have and really that, yeah. interesting storylines like okay. there is one storyline where um where like you can't have like everybody found this elixir to life and you live like hundreds of years and it's illegal to have children so the earth is overpopulated oh, so it's basically okay. it's a detective that his job is to go hunt people that have children and they're supposed to kill them but he's trying to like unlearn it and shit like that but they're very short they're, yeah. I think they're like 11 minutes or something but because the animation is so good so the episodes aren't that long But it's a different story every time. There's one where, like, this woman's household appliances are trying to kill her and she's trying to survive her own house and stuff like that. It's pretty cool.
0: Like, overall, yeah, oh, yeah, I I have seen that on Netflix and it's been, it's looked interesting to me. Like, do you have a favorite work of dystopian literature? Or just fiction, I guess? I don't know how I would say that.
1: I don't know about are you talking about just like for books anything uh i don't i mean the, the dystopian thing is not really my favorite oh okay. it just depends okay. on how it's it, it just depends it's it's ironic that everything i just mentioned was dystopian that's literally i think the scope of it for me like right it's right. not i think it's because it's been overdone kind of thing but oh, i liked yeah, like um the early
0: two two 2010s like just young adult novel dystopian stuff ugh that stuff is yeah. gross
1: yeah Actually, I think in terms of dystopian, I think my favorite piece of art, I would say, is uh, Trigun. It's an anime from the 90s. Hey, I've never
0: heard of that.
1: It's It's about a gunslinger that it's basically it's it's kind of it's not steampunk, but it's it's kind of steampunk, but it was back in the time where it was more acceptable to do cuz it wasn't overdone, but it's basically like a dystopian western about this like futuristic gunslinger he's that he's the same basically thing as cyberpunk no, cyberpunk is more like futuristic. Steampunk is more like old style with futuristic kind of stuff. Oh, like
0: Cowboy Bebop.
1: Yeah, okay. stuff like that. But it's about a gunslinger that he basically gets wrapped up into dangerous situations. And he has like a strict code of conduct where he doesn't want to kill anybody. And he can solve a bunch of problems without like he like he has a gun, but he, he always like fires shit. And like he doesn't kill anybody, but he fixes things. Um, and, like, the background of it is really cool, and the scenery is amazing, and the characters are this really this cool. Called... And this is Trigun. Trigun.
0: Okay. No, yeah, I, I would really, yeah. really like to watch those.
1: Yeah, the theme songs dope. The, the animation is phenomenal. The scenery is really cool. The, the drawing and the art and all the guns and all the stuff is very creative, and the characters are pretty creative. And, oh, yeah. like, his origin story is, like, alien So It's, like, a lot of cool stuff. So, it's, like, I... I gravitate towards like otherworldly stuff like that where it's like vaguely familiar to our culture but something completely new entirely. Kind of like um album covers. Like I love that about album covers where it's like a bunch of weird things mashed together that sort of resembles something, but it also just piques your interest. Or it's like very mystical. I yeah, like a lot of like, stuff. What's like what's your that.
0: favorite album cover? Oh man.
1: Dude, I <laughs> fuck. I like a lot of stuff that Mastodon does. I like their album covers. Um, a lot of the psychedelic and doom guys that do like watercolor painting. I like Gojira's album from Mars to Sirius with the whale with the different like planets in the background. Okay, There's okay. a band called, you should look it up. It's a really cool okay, album. Sure. I should listen to it too. I was, remember, I was mentioning it on the last podcast, but that's a really good album. Who, who are they again? Um, Gojira, Gojira from Mars okay. to Sirius is the album. Okay. Yeah. There's a band called Latitudes, which is really good, and they have an album called Old Sunlight and it's like a really cool watercolor of a like a man looking up and it's just the way that they've done it, it's just very otherworldly. I just I like I like kind of warm colors and very like smooth gradients and stuff like that or vast open spaces. So I like or like when like mythical creatures, so like when an artist draws something really weird looking and it's really cool and flashy. So that's why I like a lot of album covers that kinda give me that feeling and I think it's also why well, I gravitated towards music because the music can kind of relay what's on the album cover for the most part for me sometimes. Yeah. That's why I hate when like, I um, like a song and I hate the album art because it almost ruins it for me.
0: Yeah. For me, I, I think like, um, hover art for an album is the equivalent of like a title to a movie. Cause like if a movie have a, has a stupid title, like you're just, it 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 can have a big effect on it. Right. Like, um, well, you were talking about the psychedelic, um, stuff. I really, I love the album cover to lateralis.
1: Yeah. And also 10,000 days. If it's funny, it sucks that you don't have this, but if you ever go to like a used bookstore and you see those albums in real person, you should get it because the album cover in 10,000 days is cool. It has like a weird kaleidos, not kaleidoscope, but weird, like, um, kind of like drunk goggle thing where like they have a bunch of different artwork and you can look through, like, these little goggle things, and it can kind of change and make it a little more Ooh, trippy. And if you close cool. the album, it, like, it it looks like the glasses for the lateralis face. So, it's, like, there's a bunch of cool shit in there.
0: Yeah, the lateralis it's like a little booklet. that I see at Barnes & Noble, it, it like, it doesn't have the same cover art, which I was disappointed yeah. by. But, I mean, I'm still, yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm, going to buy it anyways, but...
1: I meant 10,000 days on that one, but The Lateralus, the the Alice album CD was cool too because like the sleeve it had like um like the energy kind of thing like of the guy and then if you took it off it was like the blood vessels and the and the bones of it and then when you take nice. off that sleeve it was another layer. So like they had a bunch of cool visual stuff on their CDs, which is nice.
0: What is like is there a story behind that cover and like why they put that on there? Do you know anything about that? I don't know that?
1: the I don't know the story. I know that that artist Alex Gray was like a friend of the band, and like he does like the majority of their art. and He does a bunch. He's kind of pretentious. He basically like I don't know. I I guess he considers himself like a modern day shamaner. Like he sees beyond whatever, and then that he reflects that in his paintings. So like he gives his paintings a very deep spiritual meaning, but it's just like they're just paintings. The and he's just trying the to be only dicky. person
0: who deserves to say that or like the i am beyond this world and just writes you know stuff like draw stuff from that is hr Giger, the guy who did all of the concept art um for alien and he he came up with the xenomorph like like this guy literally had like nightmares and he would just wake up in the middle of the night and just draw what he drew i mean like i, I Do- mean i mean draw what he what he saw in his nightmares and he actually like if you look up his his work, like he's a really interesting artist. I, I believe he was Swiss. Um, he drew like a lot of this like anthropomorphic like alien human stuff and like pseudo sexual yeah. imagery. Like 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 with the xenomorphs and like all this. It's really creepy some of the stuff he drew. And like he he drew this one. I like I forgot the name of it. it it's just like a bunch of dicks. <laughs> Like in a row, and it looks like, like, artistic. You know.
1: Yeah, he created a whole universe for himself. What did like that's why like I think every it, like if you listen or if you have the chance to listen to any artist or anybody that's created like a super popular universe that is copied or you know known and loved by millions, and the majority of them just started some from some weird fucked up dream. I'm, that's why i'm super excited if they ever have the technology to like play our dreams in real time and you can see because like there's sometimes i have dreams where i just it's just like really cool scenery like yeah, and you can kind it's of really visualize dribbier.
0: it and then like when you wake up you still kind of remember it you know
1: yeah, and it, yeah. it has that very for lack of a better word that dreamy sort of landscape
0: <laughs> yeah and it's like it's it's like yeah. me and you both know what it is just because we we know but like we, it's really hard to describe what it is, you know, because we don't, we can't yeah. see in the same way that we have in the dreams, you know.
1: Which is why I can't wait so we can eventually do that. But have you ever had those no, dreams? No, that actually where kind of scare you're... me because
0: I don't want to see what other people's dreams are and like all oh, the fucked. Oh, I do. No, but all of like the I'm waiting fucked for it. up stuff that that is in dreams. You know, like, how creative. That's gonna be though. No, but like at the same time, like I don't want to know what's like going on and like, uh. Maybe if it's just oh, like it's some random so dude who like who like volunteered but like I like people that are close to me, like I don't wanna know what they're dreaming about. That's weird. It's just like the like reading minds. Like I don't wanna be able to read someone's mind.
1: I don't want to read someone's mind, but I definitely want to know what they're fucking dreaming just to see, Cause like, that's the most personal thing. Like you can describe a weird dream, to somebody, and they're not going to get that perspective because they can't visualize it. And you are know, like the only reason why it really affects you really good or really bad is because you have that visual attachment to it. Like you ever have those dreams where, you are in a place that's like every place that you've been to or like a lot of places or it's like your house but it's not really your house, it's a bunch of other places you've yeah, been it's, to and that's it's kind of, kind of, of like your house.
0: you're in like the you, you remember in Lord of the Rings when like he puts on the ring and he's in like the ring wraith world? Like yeah. it kind of looks like that. And it's like you're at your house but like you know Yeah. Yeah like
1: Or it's like you can walk like um like you or you're in a like what I love about my dream sometimes is that like I, I go on like walking adventures so it's like in one minute I can walk to like California and then there's one like, Oh, I have to go to Chicago. So it takes me 10 minutes and I walk over there. Like, like time is very quick and you can go yeah. a lot of places quicker in your dreams, which is what I really like. Uh, everything seems so close together or they're mashed together the same because like I had a dream. It's like my grandma's house looked like this really cool amusement park that was near that I went to, but it's not actually in that town. Like just like shit like that. Yeah, it's no. like, I can't, I want to see that.
0: Yeah, It's so fascinating how these things like come Together and then like and like yeah. I wonder if they're going to figure out like if there's going to be like a mathematical equation as to how you get the stuff in your dreams you know like like because we know it's kind of like a combination of what happened that day what hap- what has happened to you overall in your life and what um... there's another thing and and I believe yeah wait it's like what happened to you that day. And like what you were thinking that day, I'm pretty sure.
1: Do you believe that um, that dreams have your brain is trying to tell you that there's a problem that needs to be solved, so it shows you dreams to freak you out, but very specifically to kind of get your life together.
0: I mean, yeah, I I, I could be that way. I mean, cause you know, like um, I don't I don't know if you take any of this stuff seriously, but um, like you know, like Joseph, um, the king of dreams. In or I don't remember how, that's how you pronounce it, if that was his name, but Joseph in the Bible, um, he was the thirteenth son I believe of of Jacob, who was Israel, and his twelve sons created the twelve the twelve tribes of Israel. Jacob was, um, he was literally sold into slavery by his own brothers who hated him, uh, and he was in Egypt and he became the viceroy of Egypt, and he had all of these dreams. Um, that he was able to tell the pharaoh how to do the crops and how to do all of this stuff, and it led to all of this, like, prosperity because he, like, God was telling him what to do in the dreams. It was So I guess, yeah, I guess you could.
1: So you kind of have that prophetic view of dreams? Like, you feel like it has a greater purpose in your real life?
0: Oh, yeah, and, like, I might not necessarily have had a dream where it's like, Oh, this is God uh, speaking to me. But I'm sure that it, that, that, that is the case for a lot of people. Um,
1: Well, not necessarily God, just like you, like you have something that's unsolved or unresolved, or you have some sort of purpose, or you have some sort of innovation that you need to explore a new feeling or new something from your dreams.
0: Yeah. And then, well, yeah, what I was saying is like, um, you know, like, are they trying to tell us things? And I say, and I'm like, yeah, I, I would, I would say, yeah, I, I do think, like, I, I might have dreams where, like, God's trying to tell me, like, oh, this is what you need to do. And I guess not, like, you know, not everyone believes in God, but this is how I take it.
1: Okay.
0: And, like, what, what do you think? about Like, do you think that they have, like, a greater purpose, like you were saying?
1: I feel like. So I, I feel like, see, I, I'm kind of like, I'm sort of, how do I put it? I'm, I kind of go back. When I talk about this kind of shit, I always seem like I go back and forth because I feel like life just has that nuance where things have greater meaning. Some things don't have greater meaning. Some things are just random. Some things are designed to show you something, or some things are just made for your interpretation. I think that we are the creators of our own universe. I think the fact that we are given the chance to create our own universe or to have free will in whatever context that is that applies to you is kind of the whole point. So I think if you are shown something in your dream and you get that feeling that it gives you a greater purpose or you're fated to do something, I think that the fact that you choose to take it that way and you do something that's innovative or you do something that's really progressive or something that's really cool, then that's kind of what I think is sort of the purpose. I don't know. I I think things are sickle. I think, stuff is supposed to happen for a reason but I think only embracing that randomness is why that happens so it's like when I see stuff in my dreams that I feel like I need to emulate the feeling or I need to emulate the atmosphere whether it's visually or through music or any sort of way that I have to live my life I think that's what my brain's trying to tell me is that like it knows that I need to you know experience some sort of higher elevated um Consciousness, not well, not consciousness in like the traditional sense, just like a, like a greater feeling.
0: Sure, yeah, and that's um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I just don't we, really know what else to say. I mean, you just you explained it very well.
1: You know, it's crazy. Is I feel like I always talk generally, or it's like I don't know how to say this thing, or I don't know quite how to say this. But this <laughs> is a vague interpretation of what I feel like. I feel so fucking. Like, I I don't know. They put some bullshit in our food. I feel like I have no clear thoughts anymore. Exactly, I used to be yeah. very. I used to be. I used to be very articulate. Like, I I don't say I didn't say like all the time. I used better words. I, know, I, I didn't forget the meanings of words.
0: Falling into that trap, and I can yeah, be. Yeah, Like, I can be articulate about things that I really know about and things that I'm really passionate about. You know, like languages yeah. and stuff like that. And I just use yeah. like three times <laughs> in the fucking five
1: seconds. I don't know if it's because like, because like, I don't know if it's because like, I'm on like a, rec- I'm a, I'm on like a, rec- like Fuck, a, dude. It's so
0: it's so like, hard. like a fucking, like a fucking like a fucking like, like and instant. subscribe
1: fucking like it
0: <laughs> like and like it subscribe.
1: Fuck, dude. It's so stupid. I don't know because I I used to make f- I used to make fun of people hardcore nice. for saying like after every word. That was the
0: best like, third grade joke, dude
1: yeah and now we're here oh.
0: become the very things we just dest- we swore to destroy
1: i just chalk it down to all this bullshit and our fucking food and our media just causing everybody to be retarded so that's why we can't talk properly very but much, yeah. um but yeah i i think it's also because i'm on a podcast setting or i'm my voice is being recorded so you know if i write something down and recite it obviously it's going to have more coherence or if i actually take the time to research something not on the spot it'll have more coherence and flow or if i have time to really think about something where i'm not just talking my thoughts out loud i've had time to actually orchestrate them and yeah, come up with yeah. a general purpose and conclusion to what i'm trying to say
0: yeah but at the same time like <laughs> i don't want to ta- i don't sorry i don't want to sound too articulate so that i'm just i sound like a robot and like cuz like i still want to sound like me you know
1: yeah, I don't. I don't want it to be scripted. I like the, right. that's why I like listening to podcasts. I like it having that raw feeling. And sometimes people can create really beautiful statements when they are unhinged or they just you know speak from the heart or just yeah, come up with something off the top interesting of their head.
0: Medium. Like just listening yeah. to two or more guys just talking, and that's it.
1: Like with this thing, like we don't. I obviously people can fucking tell, but like we don't have a script for things. Right. And we don't have a. We don't have anything. I don't have anything written yeah. down.
0: And um, yeah,
1: I. I just riff back and forth.
0: Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a musical piece. And I know I sound pretentious <laughs> as fuck, but... <laughs>
1: are we in a composition right now, Will? Or are we Bro, creating are a we universe? In like, we're in D
0: major right now. <laughs> Sucking on D's <these> nuts.
1: <laughs> what major scale did Anglo-Saxons talk in?
0: D's Nobody nuts. knows.
1: Good one. Fucking got him. Wait, got him. um... God, I'm good, didn't
0: you say that in Vikings they speak old English like that that t v show
1: they do i like i said i don't I don't fucking know old English, so I don't know how accurate it is, but they try to put in a bunch of languages that would be relevant to the times
0: right I think oh, yeah old English literally sounds like German it sounds more like um like the Nordic languages, honestly to me. Like well, it, those
1: are also Germanic tribes. right? Yeah, they're, they're all Germanic tribes, right? But well, I but mean, you know, I don't know the, if they're all Germanic. So the Germanic but same is people. split
0: into the north, uh, west, and east. The right. north ones are like all those Nordic ones that like that like that yeah. came from Old Norse, like Danish, Norwegian, and Swedish, and then the east ones; those are all extinct. Like literally, they're yeah. all gone. Um.
1: It's crazy to think about how many languages have been, or, or not have been, have been and are extinct.
0: Yeah, like all these um, Semitic languages. There's hardly any of those anymore. Like, um... Like, just... Well, because... Oh, yeah, yeah, guess yeah, so, yeah. there was tons of Semitic languages spoken in biblical times, obviously. But now, like, most of those people have just been, like... You know, like, most of the people we know now are just, like, these extremely bigger powers from other parts of the world. And like also these people, like all of those, like a lot of these Semitic peoples were like conquered by other peoples. And a lot of those people were Semitic. So then, you know, like, like Arabic, Arabic and Islam, like took over most of the Middle East. And a lot of those languages kind of went away with that.
1: Well, they also merged like a a lot of language, borrow words from previous distinct languages. So it's like, that's why it's, it's always cool to me to see like where the actual origin of some words come from.
0: Yeah, like, I have a big etymology book, which I I love to look at, and you can see all of, like, the, 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 like, where this comes from, and, like, all the way back to, like, the first thing that we know where it comes from. Oh, that's cool. Yeah
1: see that i that i could read like i i can read articles and nonfiction and informative stuff like that like i can really get invested into that sort of stuff but it's the fiction that i can't really get into much anymore but i i like oh, i like anthropology i like etymology right. i like learning where shit comes from and what's this like it's always weird to me how we have to follow traditions or like just the reason why we do something is because one dude made it up before us like that shit is always cool to me like who like who is the person that decides to make up sounds and then other people, right. you know, it's make like, a language? How do we standardize
0: mean, like, this, this like these writing systems and all? That, you know, and just
1: like, do we know like one guy that's made a language? Like they're so old, like we have no idea who the who the fucking first person was to make. Like who, you know, who did Aramaic? Who did Greek? Like who did all that? Like who was the person that just decided to make up this shit that
0: yeah, other like people I, spoke? Like, who, who it's crazy to me. Hebrew, which is dubbed as the world's oldest language, that's just kind of what it's called. It's, we don't really know. Yeah. Um, that like that's what I like. I'm really wanting to know, like, how did that start, and like, how did they get that alphabet? Where did that come? Like, you know. And I mean, I mean, I I yeah. I, I, I do believe in Adam and Eve and all that stuff, but I'm like, I don't know if they spoke Hebrew because I don't I don't know like what they would have, because just the language would have not nearly have been developed yet, you know. Like, it would not have been yeah. nearly to the level of what we can talk about now. So I'm just like, hmm, like, like what exactly were they speaking, you know? And, and also, like, in these times, like, in, in these ancient biblical times, like, these languages were not really standardized the way we think of them now. So, like, there was a lot more, f- like, freedom and a lot more dialects and a lot more mutual unintelligibility, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I'd imagine that a lot of people tried to make up their own languages, and it was super tribal. And I mean, whoever was the biggest one won, and that was the language that took over, oh, yeah. or merged from the old ones that they killed. So oh, yeah, that's how that's, a, that's what I was crazy. Yeah, that's
0: how English took over the British Isles. That's how uh, that's how Spanish took over all of the well, most of the Iberian Peninsula. It didn't take Portugal, but um, yeah, it's because like. Um, the British Isles have a lot more languages than you think they do, but just most of them aren't just, they just are just almost completely gone.
1: I think like old was a Gaelic Welsh. Yeah. Like Welsh of, like, is like, still, still has
0: like a decent amount. Of, it's not, not a lot of people speak. um, Well, like only know how to speak Welsh. There's very few people who only know how to speak Welsh. It, it they, And there's yeah. been a movement to revive it but also they had you know yeah they had they had scottish gaelic they had irish gaelic um they had mm, this like there's a there was a bunch of celtic languages that were there like way before the roman empire um right. like the cornish too they had their own language well
1: you got to think too like all of like the germanic tribes like the anglo saxons you tell those guys they're probably speaking you know at most different dialects if if they're even speaking the same language and then that bastardized into the old english so it's like oh, yeah. how did it get to the point where they all spoke the same variations of that language obviously you know each region of wherever has its own dialect but having its own dialect where you can still understand you know what someone else is saying so it's like how did all those warring factions get to the point where they could all speak the same language or know, one yeah. of their languages just didn't survive and they had to combine the other two like i, I don't remember if it's just been like the most succ- I don't remember who yeah, the the biggest I believe that, tribe was.
0: I I believe it was the the Anglo's,
1: and they did they was it their dialect that was the most prominent, or did they just all somehow have like a merger between all of them? Like that's what I don't remember. because
0: well, there there was like I'm I'm trying to remember, like th- there was there was the anglo there was the Anglo-Saxons, but then there was tons of other Germanic peoples on the island of Britannia. Like there was the Scots, and then there was the there was the um, the Britons or whatever like those kind of those French peoples and then yeah like I I, I, Frank, I, yeah. I need to brush up my history on this but like uh, but what I do know is that that's, that situation kind of happened in London where like there was there was certain regional dialects of English with, like around London but then like the the main one that we know now just it just completely took over because that's you know what yeah. the that's what the king spoke and they just spread it and you know they're like yeah
1: Yeah, that's what i'm saying like before they all got unified like how they got to the place where that was the like whatever that was was the common language and that you know stuff like that has always been interesting to me just kind of because i feel like we're not ever living in a train i mean obviously we're in a transformer time now where everything is moving super quickly and and you know 10 years is a lot more progress than it used to be oh yeah or I maybe it's slowed down I, I think I just said that completely backwards I feel like innovation is a lot slower than it used to be in 10 years well hold on hold on i fucking myself all up I think it's both I think in terms of like yeah. life changing shit the decades are slower but in terms of like how faster things are moving and how much different technology there is it's obviously you know 10 years is a lot quicker in advancement yeah, but those... nothing really overarching or life changing I think
0: yeah it's the paradigm shifts is what they're called. Yeah. When those happen, everything that came yeah, before it like... is now obsolete, and now those are coming like a lot more often now, with like technology. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, like like phones and stuff like that.
1: As far as major paradigm shifts, obviously, COVID's going to be the biggest one for a long yeah, fucking it's a while. Bunch
0: of bullshit, but you know. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, it completely changed our entire. Oh like, sure, no, like, no,
0: I'm not arguing with
1: that. It's a huge paradigm oh, yeah. shift. Like, if you were to tell it. Like if I was to like go back like three years from now and tell me like all the shit that's gonna go down, I wouldn't even believe myself.
0: Oh no, that's yeah. That's crazy. That, that's that's completely right. That well, or like I nine mean, more... eleven. Um nine eleven. Oh my god, 10. I remember the I, yeah, yes, that would be nine hundred million. <laughs> wrong math, bro. Or like whatever it was, I remember. Like he just did the actual <laughs> calculation. And then, no, I remember it, it was the Family Guy 9/11 thing. <laughs> like Peter was like, "Oh yeah, you know 9/11 was so tragic." And Brian's like, "Peter, you 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 didn't even know what 9/11 was until two two months ago when everyone started talking about it." And then it was like it was like flashback to 2001. Like he's just like walking down the stairs, like like just glances at the TV with like the the two towers, and he's like. Hey, Lois, I bet a woman flew that plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a great euphemism for how uh, people. Just don't fucking, you know, know shit until it's a trend.
0: Oh, yeah. Even though, like, I, I, my dad was like, yeah, that that's not really that accurate. Like, like most people knew. He was actually, I, th- I think he was in the Pentagon, if I'm not mistaken. I need to ask him again. I, um,
1: I think my dad was supposed to go to the Pentagon on that day, but for some reason didn't. Get a chance what do they to
0: do there, I have no idea what they do there, like wait, what even is it at the Pentagon yeah, I mean, what
1: is it it's it's like all like our it's basically d do, I don't know if there's obviously there's probably other branches, but the majority of it is d o d so like all the defense contracting people go and try to fucking sell or buy guns, obviously uh, okay. every intelligence thing so if they get Intel then the the Pentagon is basically a big intelligence hub. obviously they do a bunch more shit, and I'm just like generalizing but it's where the team America
0: headquarters is.
1: I guess the main purpose for it is just basically intelligence. Like, okay. like most surveillance comes from the Pentagon. Most data, um, and like all like the budgets. They I guess they have like budget meetings, or they the decide Illuminati, like you
0: know the government's spying yeah. on us from there.
1: They probably fuck kids in the basement of the Pentagon's where all they go. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Do you like? Do you believe that <laughs> but, like like the government or like big tech or whatever you want to say? Like do you, do you believe any of that? Like that like the whole like they're spying on us. Do you believe in that to any extent?
1: Oh, 100%, dude. Fucking Snowden proved that with the NSA when they were, like, I don't remember what act it was where they really. basically the promised or it was legal to, like, w- they weren't going to spy on Americans, but that's basically what they were doing, yeah. tapping into phones and doing all that but shit. Yeah, like, like, that's but proven. But, like, to
0: what but extent do you believe that it is that they're spying on us?
1: I think they are doing bare minimum, so I think they are spying. They're trying to get our data because data science is what's popping right oh, now. Oh, so. yeah, yeah any that, that, time they I can get our, in our data 100%. and sell to the, sell to the fucking Chinese, they will, or they get hacked. I, I only think that they go after people like,
0: Oh, and search results. Like they, and stuff like that.
1: I dude, Like I, I mean, a majority of like the majority of the shit that you can go into is like for the most part, a conspiracy theory, but there just have been too many coincidences with people being assassinated for whatever reason, where it's uncovering something that the government actually does or, coming up with some new life-changing technology that you know whoever's paying congress doesn't want to you know like something big tech or big oil or coal or whatever like you don't want to go or if it's like i guarantee you, there's been like multiple people that have had a cancer i'm multiple people have probably had like a cure for cancer or some sort of life-changing cancer thing that probably have gotten killed like i 100 percent, our government assassinates people and the reason they're pissed is because they couldn't get the snowden like that motherfucker would be dead if he ever comes back on American soil. Well, actually, probably not at this point. He probably would just, just go to prison. But right. before, if if Snowden never got famous, I feel like he probably would be assassinated. Like, our government just does that. Like, proven to assassinate people. So, 100% think they're spying. I only think they're spying on high-level people, but I think for modern-day Americans, they just want our data.
0: Yeah, no, We're like, do you believe that like, you know, it's just like this computer I have right now, like, the government's just like fucking looking at me.
1: No, I don't think they care about looking into your computer. Like I said, I think they only care about what you buy, um, what your medical records are, and what you do for a living oh, and, and what, what your race is. and what you, is. you search
0: on Google. They definitely look at that.
1: Well, well, yeah, I mean, it's all data. I think that's really the only thing they care about. I don't. They're not looking in your computer looking at you or trying to access your photos. Like none of that shit. They're just interested in oh, what okay. you do. Because they want to make money they're all about making money and submission so it's like they have to find I honestly I think the biggest advantage for them collecting our data is to figure out how to use fear to control like what to spread in the news media to freak everybody oh, out yeah. and what to like because like fear is a big codependency so because they without fear they realize how useless our government is like they don't have any sort of like it blows my mind that for hundreds of years well not I guess. I'd say the last like 100, 150 years in this country, how we have gone back and forth from, you know, Democrat, Republican, party switch, left, right, dumb, smart, blah, 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 blah. And you get people literally fighting and killing each other over what ideology is better. And both of them have never gained any sort of actual progress or innovation. I'd always argue that every sort of innovative,
0: like there's been progress.
1: Well, here's a, hold on. Here's the thing though. Every sort of innovation has been watered down by government or any sort of true thing has been like exploited to the point like Tesla for example like Tesla's electronic system like we were wireless before we were wired like his would have been we would be a far superior race if we would have gone with the majority of Tesla's inventions he just got fucking drained and sacked by Edison and the light bulb was a shittier thing but I don't remember how he got more prominence he just stole a bunch of ideas and then I guess there's been a lot of conspiracy theories about why the government didn't like Tesla he had a bunch of they were scared that he was had like a lot, of, a lot of weaponizing technology that they didn't want to wrong hands, but the majority was like it was very hard to capitalize off of what Tesla was trying to do, and it was easy to do that with what Edison was doing, so that's why it was a more favorable outcome because they could find a way to extort people off of his system better. So I feel like every sort of innovation that we have, even though like we're Live for the most part, fairly decent, comfortable lives. Could be ten times better if we didn't have our government. I a hundred percent believe that.
0: I mean, yeah. For me, I, I, yes. Obviously, could this could this country be better? Sure, but like compared to everywhere else in the world, like this is kind of the best place you got. <laughs> you know, but right, which yeah, is no. such a staple because be like in yeah, their sure, in their countries
1: but, too, like they. There's inventors in all over the world, right, and there's like you know the majority of the world can't afford a c right there's more right. power but it's more or poor. Even there's more people in right? poverty, I yeah, I think there's more people in poverty than theres people that are living comfortably, yeah. but I think, like with every sort of government or every sort of bureaucracy, they have always watered down innovation to find a way to capitalize on it first, so like our lives could be like we wouldn't even be arguing and fighting and killing over the same stuff. We, I swear to God, we'd probably be 100 years more advanced than we are now if we didn't have the government. I don't know. And not just our government, just, like, bureaucracy in general. So you're an anarchist? The way that it is. No, I'm not an anarchist. I'm just saying the way that everybody uses greed and extortion to Frank water down everything. <laughs>
0: like what? with the, like, anarchists and, like, the white rappers. He's oh, like, yeah, like yeah. I'm bringing back I'm, uh, white rappers. The government is corrupt. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, anarchy's fucking dumb too. Like it's just none that's what I'm saying, like none of these fucking systems of government Monarchy, work capitalism, baby. communism, none of this shit works. Like since the fucking Greeks since they've created modern bureaucracy, they're fucking none of it works well.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think it only
1: works well because people are distracted with all the shit that we have that doesn't actually enhance our lives. It just makes us comfortable for a little bit, but it also makes us numb. So, okay, so, I feel like so, so you take like, like, like
0: how, the the George Carlin kind of perspective on these things.
1: I do agree with a lot right, of what George right, Carlin right. says because I because I feel like he was pretty unbiased. Like I, I feel like I mean he was harsh and he was very cynical and very skeptical, but I feel like he didn't attack things from like a left or right angle. He always went after things that just didn't have any sort of relevancy or didn't make any common sense, or he always pointed out the things that people argue about that they didn't need to argue about. It's like, you guys are fighting the wrong people. Like there's no need for all this shit that we consider societal norms, as opposed to just being like fuck society, I'm going to be a counterculture anarchist and everything I do is contrarian. Like that wasn't the point. (laughs) The whole point was like everything that we've been taught to learn as a societal norm doesn't have any relevancy in the grand scheme of things. It's just been designed to just be competent workers, pretty much. It's just obedience and competency. I, I, it's, I, I, think, I don't yeah, like yeah that
0: because that kind of devolves into Marxism, if you know what I'm saying. We're, we're well, no, no but, because
1: Marxism is basically like you are all equal. You are all owned by the government. Your work value labor is only as valuable as you are able yeah, to contribute exactly, to the greater that, purpose that, like, of it.
0: Us, like, that like, puts human beings as like machines, which is basically what George Carlin is saying too
1: yeah but our society does that in a a very different way because i remember he had a line where it's like in this country like they want us like just smart enough to run how the machines but just dumb enough to not know how they actually work (laughs) that's pretty much his whole point you know i mean like we're just smart enough to do a lot of like a lot of shit but we're just dumb enough to not understand why we do it and then we don't want anybody challenging those sort of ideals and that's not just with us that's with every human society in general Everybody that challenges their cultural norm is usually having like major pushback unless there's a large shift or it's been majorly exposed as something wrong. But I think like if you look at like if you look into like our nation's history and our foreign policy, it basically runs the same way. Like with the CIA basically training rebels to overthrow governments like it's the majority of it is for just solely greed. There's no other reason besides that. It's like you look like back in the fucking 20s why they had kids working in coal mines. Like the only reason – like I guarantee you if nobody challenged that shit, there would be fucking – I'd be in the coal mines when I was 15. You know what I mean? Like the reason why this shit only gets better is because people challenge this. So this notion that if you challenge our government, you're going to turn into a communist or a Marxist I think is just part of that propaganda. But on no, the same token, really a lot of people saying, but... do subscribe to those ideals and they also – fucking are Marxists or communists and that's not a good system either so I, it's just a, it's just two levels of stupid that I just I can't stand well, like, you do agree people with me fight about which one's like, better
0: capitalism is like infinitely superior to communism right
1: I think that capitalism needs a lot more social nets I think it's only a superior system if it gives like how do I put it this way I don't know which system is more miserable to me I think like Since my life is comfortable and I feel like I'm pretty moderate, that I can kind of navigate a lot of the bullshit that is is in this country and it doesn't affect me. But I feel like under communism, it'd be harder for me to do that because I feel like I'd be a lot poorer and a lot more like I would work a lot harder for less pleasure if I was under communism. Right. But in this country I feel like it's also numbing in the other respect where it's like we have so much shit at the tip of our that's finger that everything is numbing like, and I'm like miserable on that aspect because everything is you have to buy something, every you gotta buy, 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 like, buy, material, trivial, superficial. Everybody's all of our popular music that, and yeah. yeah, all of our all of our popular music and shows suck. It's all fucking money grabbing garbage. It's all numb. It's all fu- everybody talks like a fucking moron. Oh no, like, yeah, exactly. It's that's just, like the the the, the it's popes insane. have
0: said uh Many bad things. Like they've condemned both capitalism and communism. But um you know the, yeah. their solutions to capitalism is widely different than Marx's solutions. But <laughs> but, but yeah, but, but yeah, like basically um Pope, I forget Pius that whatever I can't remember. He he was basically like yeah, like capitalism. Like if you take it too far, like it just makes us yeah like numb and like we just all we care about is just like you know the new thing and like the, oh all this stuff and like we're all just carried about like. Yeah, yeah, the greed is what you what you were talking about. Like, the, the, that's, yeah. uh, that's, like, the biggest I think, thing. You know?
1: I think the best way to sum it up is I'm a big, firm believer in free market. I feel like you should be able to make as much money as you can doing really stupid shit. But I also think if you make ungodly amounts of money, you should have a social responsibility to make life better for the rest of the planet. I mean, that's kind of the thing. It's like, I don't like how... People are so content and so just like their whole life is structured around work and buying shit because that's basically what capitalism breeds is that you have to continuously work uh, it, to it, sustain it, the shit.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just working for like to get more comfortability so that you can have more stuff. Yeah, to yeah. which buy is just to make to the only more reason stuff, why that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, the only reason why that's even a thing is because they just need to make companies more money. Like, that's the only fucking reason. Like, you're only getting a sliver of whatever they're getting. And they're like, like I said, they just want you smart enough to work the machines, but just dumb enough to not fucking make your own machine. You know what I mean? Like, they just, they need competent workers. And that's what I cannot stand about capitalism. But I am a huge advocate in the free market because I feel like it breeds innovation, but I also feel like it. Is prone to a lot of fucking copycats and a lot of shittier products and a lot of misinformation. So, yeah, I feel like we just need to just we got to find a way just to revamp all this shit, but still keep it free.
0: Yeah, that's why like and open like being from this country like it's just like it's a blessing and a curse because like the like the you know like the the struggle we have is just like the you know you know just like the overabundance of stuff if you know what I mean. And it, yeah. and it's like you know it it, it is it better. Like is is it not as hard to get over like the struggle of just like the you know the system and like the the um you know like the stuff and just the being just sho- being shoved down your throat, or as opposed to you know like yeah. living in poverty or living in starvation like in you know like most countries that are not well off, you know, live in.
1: The other thing I can't stand about too is I hate how, like, majority capitalistic ideals fall around, like, you have to cut corners and you have to make the biggest profit, right? So it's, like, cheap labor and cheap bullshit products imported from China is always going to, like, take over anything that's well-made or (laughs) well-innovated. Donald Trump says like, like, stop
0: buying from China, guys.
1: (laughs) Well, it's not even with that shit. It's just, like, cheap, like, it's not going to matter who says it. Like, cheap labor and convenience is always going to win. Also,
0: those things are literally made through, like, slave labor in China with the switch up yeah, like that that
1: stuff it's that's is awful and like the products are shitty they're mostly everything I guarantee you all the shit that's in them are probably bad for your health like that's why everybody's getting cancer at a younger fucking age like
0: yeah right that's
1: the one thing i don't like about it is like it just breeds all this shitty cheapness it's like remember back when fidget spinners were a thing every motherfucker <laughs> was like rushing to like build oh them and like God, make them and shit to sell them autism, i cannot stand dude. that or it's like you walk around the fucking world and every motherfucker wants to sell you a selfie stick. It's just like, like, I don't a, need all this yeah, cheap like a, like bullshit. Like a
0: Fitbit or like a, any, any yeah, stupid this... thing Or like the Apple Watch. I'm like, why do you need that? You literally have the time yeah. on your fucking phone that literally already costs a $1,000. This... Why do you need to buy yeah. another thing that like does everything your phone do? It just looks different. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, all this cheap fucking garbage that we have is just useless. I hate it at the same
0: it. time I just I like how like you don't have to do that though you know like, like you don't have to buy any of this shit that is true and that's that's ultimately why you know like me and you we've we've said we've criticized capitalism a lot but like we're we're both like you know yeah. at, the, at, at the end of the day it's just nice that we can sit down and have this podcast you know
1: well there's difference between like criticizing to make something better and just all around just completely like taking for granted that the shit that you have are completely going against what you say because like there's a there's room for change for everything but i feel like nobody's like nothing ever changes nothing ever gets better like we do have the choice to do a lots of stuff and we do have the choice in this country to make money in the most ridiculous ways possible but the one thing about economics is that like the more money you put into it the more money and more everybody benefits like the more the more the more amount of people that are able to participate in the economy the better everything is right the more people money investing the more they make better stuff the more the roads get fixed the more businesses happen the more money goes around shit gets less expensive more people are specialized in things like the more like the less poverty you have in a country is the better but I mean ruling classes don't want that they want really poor or really fucking rich they don't want a middle class they want people that are easily controlled
0: more people are becoming middle class now I would say
1: no no there's not dude our middle class is dying everybody's becoming super fucking poor yes Sure. there is no thriving middle class. i'm 100 percent. you look at the statistics of all, all right, that I'll shit that it's like people me. are either getting well it's like people are getting poor and the richer is getting richer there's like the middle class is waning yeah all
0: right I, that's I just how, to how it's gonna check, go it's like i don't really but i mean if there's a
1: we'll look at I'm every gonna, but, I,
0: mean, yeah. I just thought it would look at every
1: ruling class society Every ruling class society doesn't have a middle class. It's all just super poor and super fucking rich. That's how it but goes. A, and that's stuff, where we're going.
0: Like, a lot of people in this country are just, like, middle class. And they can, like, they can have a nice life.
1: I agree, but that's that trend is going down. Like, I'm saying, like, shit's getting more expensive. Like, jobs are paying less. People work more. Like, cost of living is going up. Like, it's, like, our well, middle class is dying for sure. But also just depends on where sure.
0: you live in the country. Like, what's
1: granted but if you it's everything is raising regardless like if you look around like the whole entire country every sh- shit's fucking raising everywhere and we're, like we're right. we're basically inflating our dollar with all the money that the federal reserve is printing so it's like we're definitely going to lose value on that too so it's like middle class it only takes a couple of paychecks wrong to get you know into the lower <laughs> tier so yeah right. voice crack yeah fuck but um
0: but um i don't know at the end of the day i'm just like you know i'm happy with my life I'm happy like with like the, you know like I remember like, I'm like really thankful for the um you know like the the family I have and like how I have a home and like you know we can do this podcast and I can read all my books and I can watch all my filthy Frank and and all that stuff. So.
1: But just. But, yeah, you say that now, but just wait till you'll have to live on your own and fend for yourself and make your own money. Oh, and if yeah. you didn't go to college, that's harder. Whoa. So you might not be saying that in a couple of years, and shit might be a lot harder and a lot more expensive. So I would count your blessings now, man.
0: Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying regardless, <laughs> like, I'm just very thankful for the the stuff I've been given. And, I, and I've and i been dealt a, a very good hand that I was not able to see in the past.
1: No, it's good. I'm, I mean, it, it's a good thing to have appreciation. It's a good thing to have humbleness and kind of be grounded in that way for sure. But... It also, it's like, just because you're comfortable in that sort of life doesn't mean that it's going to be the norm or it's going to be like that I know, forever. No,
0: it's not. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm just imagining my, my, my family who was in Germany that whole time thinking it was great. And then, you know, the Nazis came, you know, like you have yeah. never, I mean, like, I don't know, like the Nazis could literally take over this country in next year and I'd be dead, you know, like just, you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen yeah but that's why
1: yeah it's you n- uh, you never know that's what i'm saying like the more you look into history and the more you understand how government works and the more you understand who's actually paying for all this shit and who makes the decisions and who owns the shit and the more you learn about foreign policy and how stuff just came to be and how much the media lies and it's just it's hard to have any respect oh yeah and that's it's, why hard, it's kind of easy to see how this shit kind of falls into that's place why the,
0: that's why the only authority figure i respect is jesus and I know you're probably going to be like, oh, great, Will. But, like, you know, I'm, that's this kind of how I look at it.
1: You know what it reminds me of? I, I don't remember where this was. I I This might not be a real thing. It might have been a meme, but I think there was some pastor somewhere that he said basically that Jesus wouldn't have been crucified if he had an assault rifle.
0: <laughs> I think I saw a tweet about that.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. That's why that reminds me of that. Right. But... But anyways, I think it's about time to call it.
0: All right, yeah. We're leaving it at... It's getting late. The, the government is corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's fu- fuck the-
1: I guess you're waiting for the second coming. Oh, I <laughs> to am. To cleanse the I earth. Mean, I
0: have no, I have absolutely no idea when it's going to happen. I'm not a Seventh-day Adventist who believe that it's going to come, like, you know, now or, like, in the imminent future. But I really have no idea, so...
1: Well, get your lightsaber ready. Better fight some demons.
0: Ooh, that'll be epic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it was it was yeah. great doing this podcast with you. Yeah, man. That's nice catching yeah. up. See, See ya. ya.